Welcome to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode number 13. Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to the Lunch Learn with Dr. Barry. Today we're going to be talking about symptoms of a stroke, how to spot a stroke, and how to get treatment as soon as possible. Again, if you want today's show notes, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP013. Again, if you want today's show notes, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP013. Zero one three, And like we discussed, we're going to be talking about the symptoms of a stroke. I'm going to be talking about what the acronym FAST means in regards to spotting if someone or one of your loved ones is having a stroke. I'm also going to be talking about who is affected and really how to prevent it from happening. So stay tuned and get ready for another great episode. Today, today we're talking about strokes and the way I like to, you know, really explain to my patients what strokes are, think of them as heart attacks, but in the brain. Um, when we have heart, when we obviously when we have a heart attack, we you know we're concerned about, you know, blockages or anything in the heart and, you know, that stops blood flow. Um, and so I like to, you know, tell my patients to kind of think of it in that same premise when we're thinking about the brain. Uh, in, in regards to heart attacks. So, you know, and stroke can be very debilitating. If any of you have any family members or you know any, you know, friends or family members who are dealing with strokes, um, it is definitely something that could be chronic, definitely something that could be uh, lifelong. So it is definitely something, you know, we like to try to, you know, preemptively prevent as if we can. Um, and there's a lot of risk factors when we talk about strokes. Uh, and, you know, you've heard me probably talk about this um, this whole month at nauseum. Um, we know smoking is a risk factor. We know high blood pressure is a risk factor. We know diabetes is a risk factor. And we know age is a risk factor. We know family history is a risk factor. So we have a lot of risk factors. Um, high cholesterol is another one, um, a risk factor as well. And that's, and that's just so like the, the main ones where there's a lot of, you know, um, you know, autoimmune diseases. There are a lot of hematological issues um, uh, kind of associated with strokes as well. Uh, you know, that could play a huge factor. But those are the big ones when we, when we think about strokes, we're thinking about uh, blood pressure, we're thinking about diabetes, we're thinking about high cholesterol, we're thinking about family history, we're thinking about our cigarette smokers. Um, again, why are they smoking cigarette? We don't know. But we're still thinking, we're thinking about them as well as far as the risk uh, for developing a stroke. Um, in, in that regard, so when we and when we talk about stroke, I think the uh, four letters we like to you know tell all our patients that you know think about the word fast, F A S T, uh, when we're thinking about strokes. Um, so starting out, and then and we like to almost go in that order um, when we're kind of deciding, you know, what do I need to call you know ambulance? Do I need to go seek medical help? When we start with fast, we start with F. So we have facial drooping. Facial drooping is a very common um, um, sign that we see in patients uh, or something that we see in patients uh, who are developing a stroke. Um, so, you know, they, you know, and you just obvious that you can, you'll just tell them to smile. 
and you'll tell an obvious difference in the 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 shape of their smile, an obvious difference in the the, the way their whole face kind of droops over, almost like this melting off, where they literally can't physically, um, you know, raise their mouth uh, to smile. So definitely, um, so when we first start fast F, uh, facial drooping is a big one. Um, when we talk about A, we we go into arm weakness. Arm weakness is and reason and it's arm weakness is, is an important one. I do have patients who you know get strokes who just affect the lower extremities, um, especially because we know when we talk about strokes, depending on where the stroke happens in the brain tells us, you know, which part of the body is uh, infected. And then, you know, in that reverse sensation, if I see a person who has a right-sided stroke, uh, who's affected the right arm and leg, I know that their stroke was on the left side and then kind of vice versa, just the way our you know the 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 the, the blood vessels in our, our brain works in like which which ones they kind of innovate. Um, so our second one is A. So A for arm weakness. So you know, and I always like to stand this. You know, it's, even though it's arm, uh, think about leg as well. So when you have extremity weakness, um, that can be a sign. Um, of concerning uh, for, for a stroke-like symptom, so definitely extremity weakness, um, especially the arm. Um, S for speech difficulty. So if you start noticing a patient um, or a, you know a friend, a friend, a family member starts having difficulty speaking, whether they're drooling, whether they're you know mumbling their words, that can be um, of concern for uh, stroke-like symptoms. Um, and then T, T is pretty much you know it's time to call nine one one. Uh, because, you know, if if you get into the point where, you know, they have the F, they have, you know, the facial drooping, they have the A, they have some arm weakness or leg weakness, they have S, they have some speech difficulty, and it doesn't have to be all three. They can have one, two, or three. They can, some, most of the time, they do have a combination of the three. Uh, if you see those symptoms, they're definitely time to call uh, 911 to get some help uh, in that regards because, uh, again, the especially when it comes to stroke, the sooner they can see a physician, sooner they can see seek medical professional help, um, the more likely are they want to survive because you, depending on where the stroke is, um, this can be life threatening. Um, two, uh, it can help us, you know, treat the problem much quicker. Let's say if their blood pressure is 200 over 100 um, and they're having a stroke because of that, uh, you know, getting them to seek, you know, get them in, getting them in the ER as quick as possible is enough to, you know, bring that blood pressure down and make sure that they don't have chronic symptoms uh, moving forward. Uh, and then I just want to kind of give some some other uh, very uh, more least more or less common symptoms, but then definitely symptoms that we should always be concerned about. Um, you know, we talked about the weakness of pretty much, and that kind of fell fell under A as far as weakness of any part of the body, um, numbness or pins and needles feeling, as well as a, a definitely a, a concerning sign or symptom for a patient dealing with um, a, a possible stroke. Uh, trouble walking, you know, it's, uh, you know, gait disturbances. Again, um, you know, if, you know, they're just kind of off balance. Uh, again, because again, this depending on where the stroke is, it may not affect. It may not give you facial drooping. It may not give you um, speech difficulty. It may not give you arm weakness. But maybe all of a sudden you really can't walk uh, how you normally walk. And you know, you notice you, you notice your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, dad. Um, and again, I, you know, and I, I, I definitely talk a lot about them because this is usually age-related. Usually the older you are, the at a higher risk you are to get these strokes. Not to say that my young patients can't get it because I know, I know my young folks watching, uh, you guys think y'all invincible. Um, y'all not. 
but the more likely scenario is that you're older, your mom, your dad, uncles, grandma, grandpa is more likely going to suffer from a stroke uh, than you do. Um, we talked about the blurred vision, busy, uh, dizziness, headaches. Um, sometimes they're confused. You know, they just they don't really know um, what's happening, uh, what's going on with the situation. Sometimes they just act differently. Their behavior, their mood changes. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, oh, their eyes. Oh, their eyes is a big one. You know, difficulty like kind of tracking their eyes. Um, difficulty like visualizing things can usually kind of associated along with. Um, you know, the blurry vision and just, you know, just depending on, again, where the stroke is at. Uh, muscle stiffness as well. Uh, so definitely a lot of signs and symptoms that we should definitely be concerned about when we're thinking about, uh, you know, is, you know, are you having a stroke? Is mom and dad having a stroke? Um, and it's definitely something that, you know, especially from a medical professional, you know, I see patients in the hospital um, as well as patients in, you know, in my outpatient clinic here. And I, I've seen them. I've seen them on both ends. I've seen patients, uh, you know, right when we get them inside a hospital and we're able to control the blood pressure and we're able to make it so that they don't have, uh, you know, the, you know, the paralysis. They're able to, so they don't have, um, you know, needing someone to kind of help them, you know, bathe and all these things here. And I've seen them on the other end where, you know, we're able to get them, we're able to treat them soon enough where they have zero symptoms. Um, so, you know, and the big thing, especially from a primary care standpoint, you know, when we're when we're dealing with our patients who have high blood pressure, when we're dealing with our patients who have diabetes, when we're dealing with our patients who smoke, when we're dealing with patients with high cholesterol, these are, you know, these are some of the things, you know, we're trying to, you know, save them from. Uh, especially because, again, especially with my younger patients, you know, they, um, because they're invincible. You know, because y'all y'all invincible. Um, you know, they they tend not to worry about a lot of the you know the the end stage problems that can occur, and you know, and medicine uh, these days is amazing, right? So uh, in the old times, you may have had a stroke, and you know that may have been it for you. You may have been you know dead uh, from from that stroke. Not pretty much not anymore. These days, we do a very good job at keeping you guys alive who suffer from strokes. Um, so, you know, if you if you, you you know a patient or you had, you know, a friend or family member who's had a stroke and you notice that, you know, again, they they probably can't use their left side. Um, their arm is really constricted here. They, they can't move because that's what happens, uh, because once you have a stroke to a certain part of the body and that body isn't getting any signals from the brain to, to move, um, your body will naturally contract. So it'll naturally contract up. Uh, it will naturally, you know, be weak and the muscles will atrophy. So there's a lot of things that, you know, as a primary care physician, you know, I'm trying to prevent to happen uh, in my patients because I know. I just know, I know, I know that if um, it, all it takes is me, you know, getting you on the right medication early and we don't have to deal with any of these problems. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. If you want to find out more about the episode, please go to www.lunchlearnpod.com. That's www.lunchlearnpod.com for the show notes and any links that may have been mentioned in today's episode. If you're interested in joining the Lunch Learn Pod community, head over to either the website lunchlearnpod.com or join us on Facebook and Twitter 
with the same username, Lunch Learn Pod. And again, you can find uh, all of these links on uh, the website. If you have any questions, any comments, or any requests for uh, topics to you know debut on the show, please let that be known. And don't forget to use uh, the hashtag Lunch Learn Pod when you're listening to the episode. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'll see you next week.